Uh, it's an honor to be here. I'm in front of you guys, and uh, I thank you for allowing me to bring God's word this morning. Um, I'm going to be going through uh, Colossians 3, 1 through 17, um, the transformative power of Christ. And uh, before I get started, I would love to pray. Um, so please bow your heads. Dear Father, <clears throat> thank you for today, Lord Jesus. Thank you for seeing me fit to stand here and preach your word, Lord. I pray that any uh, fear, nerves, and anxiety, Lord Jesus, I pray that you would turn that into uh, your Holy Spirit power, Lord, and I pray that you speak through me and uh, have me say whatever you want uh, to be said through your word, Lord, and I pray that it's clear and effective, Lord, and I pray that it uh, speaks to hearts, Lord. Um, pray all this by the power of the Father, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. amen. So in Colossians 3, 1, 17, I'm going to read it um, before I start. All right, Colossians 3, 1, 17. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. And these you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. What do we do as new Christians? Brand new babes in Christ. Or for those who have been walking this for a while, how do we teach brand new babes in Christ? When my light bulb came on and Jesus and his gospel became real to me, I had to now learn how to live this new identity and new calling. I did not know 
anything. All I knew is that Jesus died on the cross for me, and I did nothing to earn it. With this new identity, we are going to go over how Christ transformed me through practical guidance in his word. I'll break it down in three points. The first point I'm going to break it down is who are you? The second point is put to death the flesh. And the third point is put on Christ. Point number one, who are you? Let's go to verse one. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Those who are saved by faith in Christ are now raised with Christ. Only because we are raised with Christ can we now do. Do what? Seek the things that are above. Where? Where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Meditate and dwell on Christ's life, who is the king of the world. Who are you? Verse 2. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. Because you are Christ, set your mind on things above, godly things, not on things of the earth, ungodly activities. Verse 3. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ and God. You, dear Christians, you, dear church, you have died to sin, and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. Where is Christ and God? He's enthroned in heaven, where your thoughts and your hearts are now connected. In verse 4, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Christ is the source of life for all Christians. Paul tells us in Philippians 1.21 that to live is Christ and to die is what? Gain. In Colossians 1.16, Paul says Christ is the creator, creator of and giver of life. And when he's revealed to you, church, dear Christians, we will appear with him in his glory. We will appear with the king of the universe in his glory when he comes back. What great news. With that information, what are we to do with this new identity? That we are raised with Christ and that we will appear with him in glory when he appears. This leads me to my next point. We are to put to death the flesh. So I remember the first week I got saved, <clears throat> I was a college junior. I got saved when I was in college. You know, I was partying, um, heavy party scene, heavy drinking, marijuana, premarital sex, you know, just living the American college to what I thought was normal. <clears throat> So I saved my junior year, doing the ways of the world as a kid in college. And I got invited to a house party, and so I went. This is the same week of salvation. But when I went to the party, 
it was no longer the same. I ended up leaving early because I was just bored. The Holy Spirit was calling me, and he was calling me to do much more. He was calling me to now put to death my flesh. Verse 5. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you. Sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. The Greek term necrosate is a commanding word, which means put it to death. With our new identity, we are instructed to no longer let our body do whatever we desire. Dear Christians, we are called to put to death sexual immorality from the Greek word porneian, which means sexual sins. These include premarital sex, adultery, homosexuality, and the like. We're called to put to death impurity, which can include evil thoughts and actions, passions, evil desires, covetousness. Put it all to death. Verse 6. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. There's a wrath of God coming. It is coming because of human sin. Turn to me to Romans 2.5. Romans 2.5. But because of your hard and unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. The world and the lost man have a day of wrath coming. But for those whose trusting faith is in Christ's salvation, you will escape that wrath. Praise God. Verse 7, and these you too once walked when you were living in them. And our old identity as non-believers, that was us. We once walked that way. But we are free from the penalty. We are free from the punishment and enslavement of those sins. We are not perfect, but we do struggle. And those sins should not be our manner of living. And verse 8, but now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. I want to point out wrath. Put away our own wrath and leave it to God. I'm going to read Romans 12, 19. <clears throat> Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. So before I went to seminary, a uh, long time ago, I used to work at juvenile detention. And uh, some of those kids were just bad, you know, just... You, you tell them to do something, they do the opposite. And, you know, as a juvenile corrections officer, you can only do so much. Some staff would take things in their own hands and find themselves in a load of trouble. And some students, some kids, you just had to put up with it, just deal with it. But, you know, you just sit there wishing, like, man, I wish I could do something. Um, this one kid named Alex, just acting up non-repentant, couldn't do anything about it. 
Well, his, his day came in court. When court came, you know, he was disrespectful to the judge, disrespectful to the staff. You know, his wrath came. His judgment came. Had I had put it in my own hands, you know, it would have ended up probably bad for me. But his wrath came to him. So the point I'm trying to make is don't avenge yourselves. Leave it to the wrath of God. Let God do what God does. Slander. Putting down other people. Gossiping, insults, lies. We're not to do this, dear church. Verse 9. <clears throat> do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices. We're family, so don't lie to each other. We have died to that way of living and have become alive with Christ. So, as a new Christian, there I am, no longer living in sin, no longer wanting to party, no longer okay with sexual sin, putting off these desires. What am I to do? Who am I now? What am I to do? Which leads me to my third point. We are now to put on Christ. So my final point is how do we put on Christ? Let's read about it. Verse 10, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Our new self is being renewed in knowledge. How? How do we get this knowledge? His word. Be hungry to know what God says in his word. Psalm 119, 102 states, how sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. If God's word is boring to you, ask him to make, make you hungry. Ask him to make you hunger for it. Psalm 42.1 states, As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. As a deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. Be thirsty for the Lord. If you're not thirsty for the Lord, ask him. Verse 11. Here, there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. We're all on the same page. The new man is part of a family. No race, nationality, class, culture, or ethnicity now divides us. Verse 12. Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Goes back to that identity in the first part of the verse. Put on then, as God's chosen ones, Holy and beloved. We are God's chosen ones. We're holy. We're set apart from sin and evil. And we are God's beloved. The Lord loves his church. He loves us. With that love, we are to put on compassionate hearts, filled with love and concern for others rather than selfishness. Humility. 
The gospel requires people to admit that they are sinners in need of a savior. We must maintain that humble heart and not act arrogantly towards others, but treat others the ways you want to be treated. Luke 6.31. Patience. Be patient with people and the weaknesses of others. So a lot of us, were different. Some, you know, my girlfriend would say I'm weird sometimes, and, you know, she's patient with me. You know, we're all, we're all different. Be patient with others and the weaknesses. Be patient with people and the weaknesses of others. Verse 13. Bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. As believers, we should naturally bear with our brothers and sisters and forgive our brothers and sisters, for we have been get forgiven all of our sins. Verse 14. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Love people authentically. Love is a fruit of the Spirit, Galatians 5.22. So I say walk in the Spirit and keep in step with the Spirit. Ask God to fill you with His love and ask God to authentically love through you. Lord, I, I'm having trouble today. Please fill me with your love. Verse 15. <clears throat> and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Peace of Christ, another fruit of the Spirit. Ask God to fill you with his peace. Romans 8, 6. Turn with me there, if you, if you please. To set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. To set the mind on the spirit is life and, is life and peace. Thankfulness. Verse 15. Thankfulness and be thankful. Be thankful to the Lord. This is my personal journal and notes and prayer journal, and on the inside it has... Today's gratitude. It's the best gift I've ever been. Oops, excuse me. This is the best gift I've ever, ever been given um, by that beautiful woman right there as well. And it just has little, you know, gratitude. Be thankful to everything that God's given, given us. In verse 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to the Lord. Let the word of Christ dwell. How do we let the word of Christ dwell? Read it. Love it. Enjoy it. Cherish it. Psalm 119.72 says, The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. 
The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. I mean, the world loves money. You know, money's like up here. God's saying, the psalmist is saying, God's word is better than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Love it, cherish it, read it. And verse 16, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. That's one way we put on Christ. That's what we did before I came up on stage. As a church, we sang songs of praise to God. In verse 17, whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Because of your identity in Christ, do everything in his name. Live your life for Jesus. Live your life for the Lord Jesus. You may be here today and may not know this Jesus. Well, let me tell you a little bit about him. You see, we've all sinned, and because of our sin, we deserve God's wrath. We deserve an eternity in hell separated from him. But Christ came to set us free from that wrath. Christ came and lived the perfect life that we could not live and took our sin upon himself on that cross so that we can be forgiven. Christ died for our sins, was buried, and on the third day rose again. Repent of your sin. Trust in this Christ's sacrifice to save you. He will never fail. Um, The transportive power of Christ. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for allowing me to speak, Lord. I pray that um, you get the glory, God, and um, I just thank you for using me. And um, bless this church, Lord. If, if anyone's struggling or wrestling in their heart, um, I pray that you would draw them to yourself. In Jesus' name I pray, man. Thank you, church.